Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What's going on, you guys? Happy Friday, happy hour. I'm going to start this episode off with saying, hey, lucky girl, because if you're listening to this, you are a lucky girl, and that is the theme of this episode. You are lucky because you are getting one uninterrupted hour, maybe 45 minutes of time with us, which some may say is priceless. Some might say it actually is priceless because we don't we don't make you pay. We don't have a Patreon. It is priceless. Quite literally free, free content for you to consume. Here's the thing. I have been seeing lucky girl syndrome all over TikTok and not to say we invented it, but Ashley and I are pioneers of this concept in not so many words. We are pioneers of this concept and it's been brought to my attention by other people in my life that don't know us intimately well. Like I had a friend tell me a year ago something pertaining to this. I have friends tell me this all the time. I think that we pioneered this back if I had to place a bet on it in 2018 or 2019. And I'm kicking myself because I think we would have gained a lot of traction on TikTok and uh, some sort of online publication if someone, anyone had spoken out loud about it in our inner circle. And we didn't even have TikTok back then, not to age ourselves. We didn't even have the World Wide Web back then. But I really (laughs) think that we could have made a significant amount of recognition come to your doorstep and that would have furthered your um blossoming social media career if we had talked about this back when it was at the forefront it's true and back then there was no such thing as like a catchy term like lucky girl syndrome it was more yeah us just organically feeling this way just feeling so blessed and we started to ironically say like how blessed are we that blah 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 like how blessed are we that it's so sunny out today how blessed are we that we have the opportunity to attend this university, like random shit. And at first it was like a joke. We're like, haha, like our lives are so great. But then after a while, it kind of became real. After a while, the blessings didn't stop. But we're going to dive into what exactly lucky girl syndrome is, like a tried and true, de- uh, tried and true definition of exactly what it is. And Abby's not in a long, like she's at a church service right now. Yes, <laughs> a tried and true definition of what, what lucky girl syndrome is, what it actually means instead of just this whole you know how look how lucky i am like and spoiled mm-hmm. i don't like that take on it i like this other take better that we're going to talk about um and also how you can just kind of bring it into your own life depending on what the circumstances are and how overall it could just make you a more grateful person i think that's really what i get out of the whole thing mm-hmm. so why don't we kick things off with this lesson plan with abby telling us what the definition of lucky girl syndrome is well so happy you asked i was actually going to say ashley should be telling us the definition because oh, i feel shit. like well, you I, guess out of luck. <laughs> I think you have it buttoned up a little bit more than i do um but i just want to say like i'm really excited for this topic because i think it's something that's so applicable to everyone no matter what stage of life you're in and it's so timely with the new year because we all want to obviously go into the new year with a lot of positive mindset and who knows what the year will bring but as long as we can consistently keep it up I just think that's like the best way to live life so I think this is really going to be helpful to a lot of people and also a helpful refresher for us I always love talking about this So the Gen Z definition of lucky girl syndrome is the idea that as long as you believe things in life will go your way, they do. As long as you believe it, like truly wholeheartedly. 
with your whole, whole heart. Yeah. But um, I don't think that's how it actually works, which is what we're going to get into. Um, but basically drawing from the idea that you truly inherently believe, God, I am the luckiest person in the world and that good things will come your way. It kind of can get, in my opinion, a little bit toxic on TikTok because we're scrolling past all these girls that are just telling us, hey, if you believe really hard, you're going to be the luckiest woman alive. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. There's obviously situational things and luck isn't just magic also I think it's more noticing things around you but what I was saying initially is that it's not just thrown upon you you can't just say in the mirror every single morning I'm the luckiest girl alive seven times fast and hope that it manifests in your daily life mm-hmm. I think it's a lot different than that and I think that some people are making their silly little videos on TikTok and going viral with that kind of ideology but I think it's a lot more than that and you have to frame it in a different way yeah and I think if we boil it down, a lot of it just has to do with looking for positive things going on in your life versus looking for the negatives, because obviously life is going to bring both positive and negatives your way. And it's just kind of tuning your brain to sort of notice the positive things more often. And that makes you a more happy person because happiness is a choice regardless of all of our circumstances. And if you're one of those people who's like, I'm a realist. Like life's just not perfect and beautiful and sunny and sparkling. First of all, you're at least out of here. Yeah. Like I don't want to be your friend. If you're one of those people, like we would not vibe. But second of all, what an awful, boring, sad way to like live life. Like why aren't we trying to actively create that discipline within our brain and those patterns in our brain to notice all of the really positive things that go on? I just feel like that's such a good thing to strive for like why are we being debbie downers like there's no there's no fun in that precisely and there are situations in life that it's like no saying that i'm lucky is not going to fix this i think that you also have to boil this down to the more simple things in life going your way Mm -hmm. um like oh i won this raffle that i entered i got this parking spot uh, cause I just knew that I would and so like abby mentioned earlier back in the ripe days of 2019 it's, we went to a Christian college. We went to Pepperdine. So I think we were kind of saying it as a joke. Like, how blessed are we? That's the Yeah, it was like an ongoing joke that Pepperdine students would say. It's like, ugh, like we, our lives are just so charmed. Like we live at the beach and like everything's great. We're just so blessed. Yeah. Blessed this. Blessed yes. that. And so we took it on upon ourselves to say constantly – how blessed are we? And we took it to the extreme where it was like, oh, I have to park in a terribly um, off-putting part of campus, but I have to walk up all of these stairs. How blessed am I to get my workout in in the morning and get to walk up these like 50 flights of stairs? How blessed am I? Or I'm trying to think of some other really good ones. That was one. I got one. I got one. What? We go to the cafeteria and you're looking forward to like your favorite meal. Like Tuesdays, there's always pasta bar or something. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited for pasta. And like randomly that Tuesday, they won't have the pasta bar. How blessed am I to get to expand my palate and try something new today and break out of my routine? 100%. Another good one. It's been raining nonstop here. How blessed am I that the rain forces me to stay inside, watch some movies, not be spending money? How blessed am I that I am not out on a Friday night because the weather is so inclement? And now I get to just stay home and relax. Slow down. Smell the roses. Um, so, yeah, I think you just have to spin it around to a place of gratitude because the more you say it, the more and more you notice in your own life that, yes, I am really lucky when you frame everything in a different way. And I had a friend tell me like a year ago, um, she's like, yeah, ever since I started spending more time with you again, um, 
I just noticed so many good things like around my life or like things go right a lot and I don't even mm-hmm. think it's anything important. It's just, oh, I notice things more. And I said, yeah, you could thank my college friends for that because of this mentality. Spread the gospel. Um, Spread it. Oh, I thought of another funny one. Uh-uh. Okay. So you don't get the professor that you want for your class and you're like, damn, like I was so excited for that professor. How lucky are we that the universe is bringing us this challenge to get to know the That's best parts one. of this new professor and the best parts of their class and to open up your brain in that way and your perspectives. Mm-hmm. This it's one, really, it's really helpful. It can spin any situation. This, this one's an extreme one, but based off a comment we saw on TikTok recently, you get broken up with. Um, it's your next boyfriend's luckiest day. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. It's, it's your next boyfriend's luckiest day. That is um, a good one. So framing everything from a place of gratitude and just trying to be more cognizant of the small things in your life. You you get the first parking spot. How lucky am I to get the first parking spot, you know, at wherever I'm going around? You get the one in the very back. How lucky am I to get some extra steps and I wasn't going to meet Ken K anyways. <laughs> yeah, it goes either way. Something that is really prevalent in my life lately, I've been doing a lot of really hard workouts now that I'm back in Nashville and my body is so Yeah, how was your workout sore. today? My workout today was good. Um, It was an upper body workout. I did a lot of movements I actually had never done. How blessed am I to get to try those out? But it was just like, I'm like so beaten down. But sometimes I just think like no matter how tired and sore I am, I'm so grateful for my health and my ability to like have full function of my body. That is huge because people take it for granted like every day. Like Mm -hmm. some people never get to walk again, you know, things like that. And I'm just like so happy that I'm able to work out no matter how hard it is. And even if I say I dread it, I'm actually very blessed and very lucky to get to attend my workout classes. So that's one that I think about often. A hundred percent. Speaking of lucky, we are lucky to be sponsored by First Forum on this podcast and lucky to be healthy and alive. Okay. I am so obsessed. So first of all, I've been so disciplined. Ashley, you would be very proud of me. You are disciplined. I don't, I expect nothing nothing less. Cadet Kelly, I expect nothing less. Mm -hmm. Okay. So every morning, let me tell you my first form routine. Every morning I wake up and I am drinking my greens. I don't care if they taste like ass and I don't care if I'm drinking the earth. I'm drinking my greens and it is being, it's good for my gut health and for my natural energy levels and all that stuff. Since I am trying to cut back on the caffeine, like we don't need to be pumping our body all day with caffeine, like chill out. So drinking my greens in the morning, first thing I do before anything. Then later in the day, depending on what I'm eating, I will maybe make a protein shake with the first form powder. It's like the caramel latte flavor. So yum, big fat yum. Um, sometimes I won't do that though. Not every day, just on the days I need it. Mm. And then I'm, this is so funny. I'm dry. This is just not where I thought my life would be. You're dry scooping protein I'm powder. I'm dry scooping creatine and oh, chasing like nutrition before my workouts every single day. Cause you have to take it every day or else it's not effective. Then I go to my workout, whatever. When I come back, I take half a scoop of ignition and half in a full scoop of formula one, which is like their fast acting protein. I mix it together mm-hmm. in a shaker bottle and I drink that for my recoveries. And I've been doing that every day. And let me tell you, I don't know how I would be surviving without first form. Like I'm leveling up my workouts. I'm leveling up my health 
And you guys can do it too and get free shipping if you click on the link in our show notes. And if, if you are lost and you're not an animal like Abby and you don't know what exactly to take, they have people that will help guide you that through that entire process. And they also have an app on their app store. It is very cheap to download and screw Peloton app, like get this instead. A bunch, a bunch of workouts for you, some people to consult if you have some questions about how to work out, what type of stuff you should be taking, et cetera, et cetera. And they also have different workout gear that we've both been enjoying. Yes, I have a really cute pink set from them. So they have apparel, they have an app that's literally like a nutritionist at your fingertips and they have every product under the sun. So if you're interested in taking any health and wellness supplements, that is a really good place to start. And if you'd like to support our show, click on our link in the show notes, babies, and continue to be lucky and healthy. And we're not just blowing smoke out our asses because if anyone knows anything about any of us, it's that Abby lifts weights. So this is the real deal, the real and McCoy. And I will make it my whole personality. <laughs> she will become a gym rat. This is a real, real McCoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's been loving it. So yeah, go ahead and to the link in our show notes. And then also, if you are someone who is into affirmations, do you still do your affirmations? You know, maybe you should I used to be so religious and strict about my affirmations. But as I was doing research for this episode, I did write down a list of affirmations that people can start incorporating, whether they write it down or they like to just say it out loud, say it in the mirror, personal preference. But I think it'd be good to include them here in case anyone wants to stop this piece of audio and write these babies down. I think that affirmations can be a big one because I think you need to ground, start with some groundwork somewhere. So why not start in the mirror every morning and then throughout your day, cognizantly thinking to yourself, hey, how lucky am I? How blessed am I? Whichever vernacular you want to use. Or telling your friends that when something goes wrong, they're complaining to you like that. I mean, a friend that you know would take it well. But how lucky are you that X, (laughs) Y, and Z happened? So some different affirmations that you can say every morning about coming from a place of gratitude are dot, dot, dot. Thank you for teeing me up, Ashley. The first one is I always get what I want. And these are to be said in succession. So one after the other, not just, you don't just pick one and then say it. it. I think it's, it's best if you say them all together in line. I always get what I want. Maybe you should repeat it back to me. That's very like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, (laughs) I always get what I want. I sound, it sounds like if anybody here has ever gone to a non-denominational Christian church, which Abby and I both um, do go to, this sounds like when they say, does anyone want to, does anyone want to accept Christ? Repeat back to me. What? (laughs) No, totally (laughs) repeat the prayer back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always get what I want. Manifesting is effortless for me. Oh, manifesting is effortless for me. Power isn't given to me. I always have it. Power isn't given to me. I always have it. Everything I want always wants me more. Oh, that's a good one. Everything I want always wants me more. Say it louder for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one. The universe always has my back. The universe always has my back. That one's good because that can be used in time of strife if something's going wrong in your life and you're like, this, like, I'm not, I don't feel lucky. Like something bad is happening to me. Well, Mm -hmm. the universe always has your back just because one door opens. That just means two more, sorry, one door closes. That just means two more (laughs) opened. So also along that same vein, another good 
One is, this isn't necessarily an affirmation, it's just an idea, is that let's say you get broken up with, same example again. What if someone told you you have to, what if you want to get married and someone told you you have to go through seven more boyfriends before you can get to your husband? Of course you'd want to get broken up with. Let's bring them on. Let's roll them through. Right. Like just because you think something is the best for you doesn't mean that something better is not right around the corner. We just never know. That's Mm -hmm. the beauty of life. Okay, next one. This one's good. I like it. There's only two more. I am on a winning streak. I love that one. I'm sure that strokes your ego so much. I am on a winning streak. This can be literally just if you wake up on the right side of the bed and your coffee tastes extra good that morning. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm on a winning streak. You put on an oh, outfit and it I looks like really that. good. You put on an outfit for work and you're like, this is actually like really cute. Like I like this outfit. I am on a winning streak. That's good. Something good happens at work. I'm on a winning streak. You get one more rep at the gym. I'm on a winning streak. You make a new friend out in the world the treacherous life that is our 20s, you're on a winning streak. Even if one more rep at the gym at the gym is only your second rep, you're on a winning streak. You're on a winning streak. <laughs> That's a great one. Okay. And that continues throughout your life because then the next thing, it's all connected, baby. All connected. Okay, next. Okay, and this is the last one. This one kind of wraps everything up all together. If you don't remember any of them, remember this one. Oh. I am one of the luckiest people I know. And really believe it when you say that. That all the time. I am one of the luckiest people I know. Yeah. That I've ever met. Yeah, exactly. And if you really truly believe that, I think you'll begin to see all the luck that becomes you. Another, I thought of an affirmation. Oh, one from the the student. The student becomes (laughs) the teacher. (laughs) Something from the peanut gallery. Show me how good it gets is a good one. Show me how good it gets. Yes, I have seen that before in like manifesting vernacular. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Show me how good it gets. Um, and I think that some people also can think that manifesting is like some hippie dippy thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really don't. I think it's more comes down hippie to positive dippy. self-talk, positive self-talk and the way that the word you use with yourself. And um, the more that you think of something, the more you're gonna notice it apparent around you. Totally. That's, so like you when you get a brand noticing, new car. Yeah, you start noticing the ugly, you will continuously only see the ugly. Yeah, it's like when you get a brand new car um, and you start noticing that car literally everywhere you turn or someone in your life like becomes pregnant and you're like, oh my God, now I'm seeing all these pregnant people around. Um, Let me tell you, when I bought my Nissan Rogue in college, I had never even heard or seen anything about a Nissan Rogue before. Like I'm really not a car girl. Like I could not care less. After I got that car, every car on the road was a Nissan Rogue. I was like, my God, they're everywhere. And once you start doing these manifestations or these affirmations, all you're going to notice is gratitude and luckiness abounding. (laughs) We've cracked the code. Okay. Actually, though, some action steps. I also wrote some of those down because I think that's always good because obviously it's personal preference for affirmations if you want to like say them aloud, if you want to write them down. But I do think action step number one, journaling, I am so lucky that dot, dot, dot is really good. Hmm in conjunction with saying your affirmations because it can be very specific. So say you have a very specific goal or something that you want to happen this year. You can literally just journal, I am so lucky that blank happened as if it has already happened. So for me, I would be putting, I am so lucky that I got cast on reality television. I am so lucky that I reached 20K on TikTok. I am so lucky that men fall in love with me left and right. You know, just like whatever you want to happen in your life, things like that. 
you have to already believe that you're the luckiest person in the room. Mm -hmm. And it's not a magic step, like we said. It's just noticing when the lucky things do happen to you. Obviously, when Abby gets 10K, we're already going to celebrate because that's already ingrained in us. But of course. <laughs> but we're just close, noticing also, it. by the way, we are quite are close. You really? Oh, well, shameless plug and follow Abby on TikTok. Help her with the road to 10K. It's like the road to stagecoach. The road to professional 10K. icon, everyone. <laughs> I'm glad that we settled on that. You're, you're happy? Yeah, I'm happy with it. If anyone has anything better, though, <laughs> okay. like, let me know. <laughs> but already believing that the stuff that you want to happen has happened, much like in the journal. I am so lucky that I got to 20K. I am so lucky that X, Y, and Z happened. Totally. And when the good things happen, don't just recognize them. But take the persona of, of course, that happened to me because you're lucky. For example, things would start to, this was like during our peak lucky season, okay, in college, like when things were starting yeah. to just like always line up for the best. It was almost uncanny. We would say, it was of course. uncanny. <laughs> but to, why wouldn't this point, happen? Right. We got to a point where it wasn't just like, wow, like I can't believe this happened. It's like, I almost can't believe that it wouldn't happen because I'm so lucky. Like, of 100%. course, this great, amazing thing will happen to us. I do have some funny examples that are very specific to oh, our college experience. Please. Of course, this is a fine line. Of course, this is a fine line to walk between having an ego the size of Texas and just having a, a sense of gratitude the size of Texas. Mm -hmm. um, so keep it in check. But yeah, it's just like a fine line to walk at the same time. So be cognizant of that. I'm not sure what the answer is for that. That's true. We're not saying walk around and just be like, I'm so like, I'm the shit, blah, blah, blah. Like everything's perfect in my life because then you'll be insufferable. Like that movie, Just My Luck with um, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, I was going to ask you what the name of that movie was. Oh, of course Just I know. with Lindsay. Just my yeah. luck. Duh. Um, Ashley loves Lindsay Lohan. Did you, yeah, I, you see that TikTok I sent you where I said I literally teared up at <laughs> yes. TikTok she posted of herself as a little girl. Yeah, she, Lindsay Lohan, if you haven't seen it, she's on TikTok oh, and she did one of those videos of like her talking <laughs> to her younger self. And Ashley's just like so obsessed with Lindsay Lohan, specific. Like it's her niche celebrity. Because that she I'm loves. happy that she came out the other side, happy, healthy. Right. Everything constantly goes right for her. Her um, ego goes through the roof in the beginning and then it switches and she has the worst luck in the world. She switches with a man that has bad luck. He gets the good luck. Um, anyways, but it's a fine line to walk between huge ego and huge place of gratitude. And I think maybe the answer to that is not shoving this in other people's is not shoving this in other people's faces good um, yes it's internal dialogue it's internal or with the people very very close to you like you're not going to go and tell your boss like i'm the luckiest girl alive like i don't of course i'm going to get this account like right <laughs> but you're going to tell yourself that in mm -hmm. the bathroom in the mirror um i think that's Hell kind yeah, of like distinction. Abby does that all the time. I think that's where the distinction comes in um, is that keeping it more of an internal constantly running monologue or to the people that are absolutely closest to you. That's such a good point. We, I could see how this would make like the cockiest people on earth. But honestly, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of cockiness. <laughs> Abby coming from one of the cockiest people on earth. <laughs> when you, even if you're faking it, first of all, something I learned from Euphoria, the kids are watching. Nobody oh, knows, yes. What is that quote? Nobody knows if confidence is real or not. Because confidence is just what you're projecting. So even if you feel insecure as fuck on the inside, if you're pretending to be confident, like nobody knows that you're pretending. They just think you're confident. And that really blew my mind. If you walk into the room and you're like slightly cocky, feeling confident, even if it's a facade, it gets you places. Confidence really gets you places. And this whole lucky girl mindset is just one step closer to becoming your most confident self, in my opinion. So the quote that I saw on TikTok, it's from a book that I actually really, really like. Not to get like 
not to get English literature um, AP lit on you, but East of Eden, John Steinbeck, anyone, any takers? I mean, I I know the name of Mr. John Steinbeck. It's not Steinbeck. that old. It's from like the, uh, you know, it's probably like 60 years old. But there was a quote in it that I saw on TikTok that I obviously had forgotten. And the quote was, act out being alive like a play. And after a while, a long while, it will become true. And I think that we can substitute the words act out being alive with act out being lucky like a play. And after a long while, mm. it will become true. Um, so run, do with that what you want, run with that one. But I think that also just encapsulates the act as if it's true already. It's already happened to you. The good things have already happened. Love that, Ashley. I would like that tattooed. I would like that injected into my veins, if you will. I need that quote everywhere I go. Do you want to know another quote that was on the thing? It doesn't pertain to the subject matter. It doesn't pertain to the subject matter, but from the same novel. And now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. That's another good one. Well, that's thought-provoking, ain't it? Yeah, go journal that one. There's some food for that. (laughs) Wow. Now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. That's kind of like not to tie everything in our life to the family stone. But when when Everett is crying to Diane Keaton, she's like, you don't have to be perfect. Like, you don't have to marry the perfect girl just so that I'm happy. You don't have to be perfect. Now that you don't have to be perfect, release yourself from that burden. You can just... Mm -hmm. You can just be good. You can just be good and be happy. Yeah. Damn. Go journal that one. Okay. What's your next action? I'm tearing up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wanted to provide some examples that I just thought of, just the most pertinent ones that came to mind back in the day when we were first starting to become into this lucky girl mindset. Also, I would like to touch on the fact that it's easier said than done, obviously, and it is a practice and a discipline thinking this way because it kind of comes in and out, at least for me and my experience. Oh, like 100%. It's not like it's constantly on, like, I'm so lucky, I'm so happy. Like, nothing like a toxically positive person to, like, annoy the shit out of you. Am yeah. I right? Like, it can be a lot. But in the times of your life where you can practice this discipline – good things really do happen. So this was like one of those first few times when we were in college. I think we were juniors in college. I can't imagine what you're going to say. I only have two written down, but I'm sure it will spark memories for you. (laughs) So first, I went to a taping of Dancing with the Stars with my ex-boyfriend, my boyfriend at the time, Jacob. And it was my first time doing something like that. Like those, of course, like tapings in LA of like all these different shows that I watched growing up. So cool, whatever. You can sign up to be in the audience. And my boyfriend surprised me to go and do that because that would be something that I enjoy. I love dancing. She's nothing if not a patron of the arts. A patron. Yes. Been watching that show with my mom since I was eight years old. Let me know if you can relate. But we got to the show we stand in line we're like number 70 and 71 in this line like hours before you go in and we were all curious about like where they make us sit whatever whatever this guy with his clipboard checks us all in walks down the line looks us up and down like we're in a jail cell we're like sir like hello on scared straight (laughs) and he comes to us and he's like sir there's no jeans allowed in the ballroom like you can't go inside and jacob looks down he's wearing like a dress shirt and jeans and he's like what do you want me to do and this is like 20 minutes before the show starts and we're like bro we sprint down three to four blocks of like Ventura Boulevard or whatever it is. We find the nearest Goodwill. We buy him some dress pants. He puts them on, strips down right in the middle of the store, puts them on. We run back. We get back in line. They honor our spot in line. We're like, yes, number 70. Like 
will probably be at least second balcony instead of third balcony, like not so bad. We get to the front of the line. We start trickling in and this, another guy stops us and he pulls us aside out of the group of line. We're like, what on earth did we do now? Like what else can go wrong? Like, what are we doing to offend someone with our dress code? And he goes, you guys, um, we just had two people drop out. We were just wondering if you'd like front row seats next to all the family and friends of the stars and the professional dancers. And we're like, Huh? <laughs> your, your your eight-year-old dream in a little town in Washington you would call and dial and say, hi, can David Archuleta please be the winner? <laughs> I don't remember the no, contestant. Literally, 100%. You've been dreaming about for de- over 10 years. Yes, and I was just excited to be there, just excited to like yeah. be in the room. And here we are getting offered two front row seats with the family and friends. And we were like, uh, yeah, we want to sit in the front row. Like, what do you mean? And so he took us over to our spots and it was right by those stairs where they walk up to go get their scores. Yeah. So every single time after the dances, they would be like within reaching distance. I even high-fived someone like as they were going up the stairs, like it was just so kismet. I was like, this is beautiful. I'm obsessed. Life is good. Of course, these good things are going to happen to me, blah, blah, blah. And that really was a moment that stood out to me. I was like, I'm just so damn lucky. Like good things happen to me all the fucking time. Well, I do believe that the energy you put out does come back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we're out, this is something I admire about you, not to get oh my soft. Gosh. Okay. Every time we're out, you are always so nice and welcoming to people that cannot <laughs> not like serve us in any way. Like by that, I mean, there. Well, this is so off track. When we were at the Five Seconds of Summer rooftop concert and there I was a girl. I knew you were going to say this. There was a girl. But that, you've done this many times to other people. This is the first one that comes to mind. There was a girl who was all alone there and she didn't have any friends. She was there and she looked so excited. And um, she was way, way younger than us. And I was like, excuse me, do you want a picture with the stage behind you? Like, I'll take it for you. Like, let me take a few for you. And you complimented her also. You always go the extra mile with the compliments. Oh. And you always put out very nice energy to strangers. It's not just strangers that we can either date or befriend, but people right. that are younger and older than us too. I thank you. Actually, that's really so nice of you to say. I really do try and view the world and view strangers as just friends that I haven't had the chance to meet yet. And I think that energy does come back around because I do end up meeting all of these characters that I necessarily wouldn't have if I was more closed off. So I really do think this is going to sound like hippy dippy, but I think about my posture, like my heart posture, my energy is open. It's open and it's smiling and I am happy to be here. You know what I mean? Like obviously not all the time. Sometimes I'm grumpy and tired, but I just try to bring that out into the world and I do think that good things come back so that's really yeah. nice of you to say thank you don't want to get to your head yo you have an ego yeah. uh, <laughs> um an example that I just thought of this is about reframing your negative situations oh good um a year and a half ago we were all in Alabama our annual lake trip and one by one by one by one people had things that they had to get to but in a row we all started getting our flights canceled Mm -hmm. and of course at first we're like oh my god like this better not cost us a bunch to fix it we had to be different places all across the country for different reasons on different timelines and we were like oh god like this is going to cost us money and then we're like wait how lucky are we we get more time together we get one more dinner together and then i remember living on borrowed time living on god's time (laughs) we were living on god and america's time 
because it's in Alabama. And um, I remember we were like, oh, God, this sucks. But then we're like, well, I guess that's kind of fun. Like, how lucky. And then we were all sitting at dinner and Abby was like, I'm on my way. My flight got canceled. And we were like, how lucky are we that Abby also is on her way to us for more quality, loving time together. So yes. that's a good way to reframe something. Silver linings, baby. Yeah. They're everywhere. Silver linings playbook. Okay, another one I had from college. Oh, yes. This is just you a tell. fun story in general that I think people will find interesting. At least the niche group of people that still care about The Bachelor or have cared about The Bachelor franchise at some point in their life. I no longer watch, but I know a lot of people used to. And people yeah. always think this is cool when we bring this up. So Pepperdine was 15 minutes away from The Bachelor mansion. That's just a fun fact for everyone. And there was a lot of Bachelor super fans in college. One girl befriended the producer and just got us to be invited to like all these different Bachelor events. So like all of the group dates, things where they need audience members, things where you could go visit the tapings. This girl had an in. So she would literally be like, bring your Pepperdine girls and come down to this taping. And we were like, we thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Because at the time, The Bachelor was still kind of cool. No, 100%. Three years yeah. ago, two years ago, The Bachelor was still a height of pop culture. Yeah, this we used was to way recap before, it on podcasts still. Yeah, way before like the whole Chris Harrison thing and everything kind of yeah. went to shit. But back then, it was so fun and spicy. So people thought this was cool. So there was one group date. If you remember, if anyone has seen Pilot Pete's season, there was a runway show, a Revolve runway show. I'm pretty sure. Revolve, right? Yes. Actually, it was there. Yeah, this was also like the rise of Revolve before TikTok, before it was like this huge brand. So that was like exciting to see too. But anyways, we're supposed to go and be audience members of this runway show and watch all of the Bachelorette, Bachelor contestants do the little thing. So we get there. We're excited. We're all dressed up. Everyone is like so fun, whatever. We're just happy to be there again. Just happy to be in the room. Always feeling grateful. It doesn't stop there. Of course, they seat us directly behind Pilot Pete and the judges who were Carson Kressley, Janice Dickinson, who Wait, I... What did she tell you? She, I, let me get to it. <laughs> she, so I'm a huge fan of the show America's Next Top Model, which I know is extremely a controversial show and could never be made in 2023. I remember, <laughs> real quick, this is this is speaking to your your dedication to the craft. Yeah, yes. Junior year, I was having to move out of my my house because the year was over and Abby got evicted from hers in a, in a weird way. So she was sleeping on my couch and I was like a madman. I was like, Abby, we got to be out in three hours. We got to be out in 45 minutes. Help me clean. Help me clean. <laughs> the landlord's on the way. And you were reclined <laughs> on the couch and you're like, come here, come here. You got to see this episode. Come here. And I, <laughs> that was the first time I'd ever watched the, the show. And I liked it a lot. I did. Yeah. And it's the fact that she makes them shave their heads just yeah, to I know. be ugly on purpose. Like, it's so wrong. Yeah. It's crazy. She, like, breaks them down to build them back up. But The microaggressions. I, like, I it's was not okay. really raised on that show. Like, it was yeah. my favorite show ever since I was truly, like, eight years old. And I watched it for years and years. So Janice Dickinson used to be a judge on the older seasons. And she's just a well-known celebrity. You know, like, America's first supermodel. She coined the term, blah, blah, blah. So she's a prominent figure. It was really cool to have the chance to, like, be in her presence you know like seated directly and we behind sat her right yeah behind right her, behind them God. like we could reach out don't, don't even have to extend our arm fully to touch them yeah. like they were so close to us and so two funny things happened with that first of all Janice turned around at some point during like a commercial break or whatever and we were like joking around with her or whatever and she told me that I'm really pretty which 
will stick with me for the rest of my life that Janice Dickinson said that to me. I was like, wow, thank you so much. You have no idea what that means to me. You should caption a photo in the future. Janice Dickinson told me I was pretty in 2019. <laughs> Literally, I want to I want to put that quote in a frame, like put it up Story on the wall. Storytime that on TikTok, yeah. It's so funny. Okay, Continue. true. And then secondly, pilot Pete, Peter Weber, has a brother named Jack Weber who's a little younger than him. I had matched with his brother on Hinge and had been chatting with him and he asked me to come up on his plane and go on a date, whatever. The date never happened, but that conversation did happen. And so I just casually mentioned to, to Pete in the middle of filming, like, I matched with Jack on Hinge. That's not what you said. You said, tell your what brother I Jack I said hi. <laughs> And Peter said, actually remembers. Pilot Pete said, What? You know my brother Jack? And oh, totally. You, and I was just trying, I was being so clickbaity. I was uh-huh. like, what can I say to you make were, Peter were, turn around? You were a thumbnail on YouTube, basically. That's how clickbaity you were. Yes. That's so smart of me. Okay, I did say that. I didn't remember. Tell your brother Jack I said hi. He's like, yeah. huh? Yeah. You know Jack? He's <laughs> like, what? Well, it freaking around. worked because then he started having a whole ass conversation with us. Beautiful, stunning, and smart. Um, so yeah, obviously blessings upon blessings there. And then a couple of weeks later, they came to one of our viewing parties. They came to our house. <laughs> yeah, our friend's apartment because they organized one of those like Bachelor super fan special episode watch party thing. Let me tell you, we went all out. Everyone was dressed like flight attendants. There was a shrine to Pilot Pete, that a whole good. wall of his face. There was like roses everywhere and drinks, like as if we actually go to these lengths and to watch it every Monday. Like, please. You, you got up and you sang a song with him, a chant. Mm-hmm. It was like, like a sorority chant. Your shoulders or something. I got it. Ready? Yeah. Everybody here loves Pilot, Pilot. <laughs> Everybody here loves Pilot Pete. Yeah. We did a chant and like he loved it and stuff because we were all like sorority girls, whatever. But then he recognized us because they were airing the exact episode that we were on mm-hmm. that time that he was there and I was yeah. like look that's us see like we were seated right behind Pause. you Pause. and he was like yeah yes. I remember like you and Jack and I was like yeah. yes Pete yes precisely Peter. so that is another example of blessings upon blessings and the energy you put out and of course just we're just like yeah out. this all these weird like cool things that are happening to us like of course they would happen like why not yeah we just took it like that um immense gratitude just why why wouldn't it happen yeah um last night i was playing a game with a couple friends a card game and it's actually called lucky believe it or not (laughs) and we were like all right let's keep telling who keeps winning again and again and again and i would not stop winning and i said you guys of course i'm winning but why would i'm shocked when i when i didn't win the sixth game i said oh my god i'm shocked i didn't win again oh my gosh Um, so now i'm I'm starting to see how this could be insufferable but like but only around to the really friends. It. Only around, no, only around your closest friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in your internal monologue, like it helps you. It helps you to see life in a in an uplifting way. Mm-hmm. Any other actionable items you have for us? Yes. Yeah, so bringing it back, the first one was journaling. I'm so lucky that yes. X, Y, and Z happened. The next one is every time we look in the mirror, I think it's typical that like our first reaction to it is to like criticize something or to critique something about like our face our hair our makeup our outfit like whatever you know yeah like the scene in mean girls where she's like i guess my cuticles (laughs) right like obviously not it's not super mean all the time but it's just like our our human nature to critique so the next action step is to try and give yourself two compliments when you look in the mirror before critiquing and try and catch yourself in the act which is more related to positive self-talk, but also uh-huh. it's lucky. Like, for example, maybe I don't love my jawline. 
Okay. Oh, so our subject. Ever since we started a TikTok <laughs> channel for our podcast, Abby and I are both researching facial reconstruction, jaw. <laughs> like, what can we do? Like, psych up a fat. What can we do about our jawline? <laughs> we have, yeah, we, we've gone on a downward yeah, spiral. So follow, follow our TikTok. Remember when I was talking to you and you're like, oh God, my gua sha just cracked. I dropped it on the, <laughs> I dropped I it on the carpet and it shattered. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we hate our jawlines currently though. Yeah. So there's obviously things that people don't like about themselves, but then on the flip side, you can be like, how lucky am I to have clear skin? Or how lucky am I oh, that no. my eyelashes naturally grow pretty long? Or how lucky am I that I have dark hair and blue eyes? Like whatever it is about yourself that you like, how lucky are you that you have those mm-hmm. traits and those qualities? You could also count, or you could also do that too with just things that you have to do along the day. For example, it's like a high... It's like, oh, I signed myself up for a 7 a.m. workout class. Well, how lucky am I that, like, I get to get it out of the way in the morning and, like, you know, then I have the night free. Right. How lucky am I able to go to a workout class? I can work out. And afford it. Oh, my God. That's you. (laughs) That you're up early on the weekends and you get your life, more hours of your life back because you're not Uh sleeping them away. It's like. For example, if anyone's hip to Tim, Tim Cusiano on TikTok, I'm obsessed with his videos. And he he like wakes up, he's a corporate guy. He has a he's a family man. He's in his 40s. And he wakes up at about 4 30 every day. And he oh goes to bed God. at 10. That and he's like, me. No, I know. And I'm trying to get him on the podcast to tell us how. And he's like, I don't want to miss out on any time of my life. And like the gratitude that I just get from being able to do so many things per day. Like I'm just it's so thankful for all of it. Like it's just it's so, so much. I know. So about time. So we're not there yet, but it's a good thought. <laughs> it's something to work towards. I won't to be waking towards. up at 4 30, but like the mindset is something to work towards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's a really good one, Abby. That's beautiful. Yeah. And in line with the mirror thing, this is kind of a two-parter. I would put a photo of your younger self up on the mirror or like beside it or something, because every time you catch yourself being hard on yourself, you can say, how lucky am I to get to make that little girl proud? Oh, you want to know what photos up on my mirror? What? Me and you, kid. It's, it's a photo oh. strip of us. It's like uh, in a family stone when she's like, that's you, yeah, kid. Yeah. That's you kid. Uh, but the one of you as a little kid is very, very tender. Um, yes. And also, if you ever come across like a childhood journal that you wrote or anything, that's something tender to just like hold on to. Um, just to remember, and like, usually I don't they're know. pretty funny. They're usually really funny. Yeah, I don't have any, and I'm so mad about it. But I read some of my friends' childhood journals with their permission, obviously, and it's so tender. She's to like, think I about. snuck into my friend's room yeah. and raided their journals to read them all. <laughs> it's so tender to think about the way that you used to think and used to be when you were little. And like how everything held so much weight. And then now yeah. in your adult perspective, you're like, that literally was not a big deal at all. Like, please, you know Something what it never was? That's serious. <laughs> Something else that kind of aligned with, you know, your childhood self, um, not childhood, but just like you're being tender towards yourself is, you know, this, but like the nicest, nicest notes or birthday cards anyone has ever, ever given me like the top 10, maybe I keep like in my nightstand mm-hmm. and I just remind myself, oh, like this is the way other people see me. Totally. And I also keep every nice thing I've ever gotten from an ex-boyfriend because sometimes I just like need to gas myself up. <laughs> and that's good too. No, no, no that's good. Uh, some people are too confident. That's that's good too. Yeah. Um, no, but that's really tender. I love the childhood photo one. I think that's so sweet. Any other actionable yes. items? Yes. The last one is try being delusional for one month, thinking oh, that you are delusionally you come up lucky. With that? Yeah. 
That's good. Yeah. <laughs> one month. TikTok. I know this might sound like something that's hard for people who have maybe never thought this way before, but if you just try being delusional for one month, see, do some check-ins, write down what you want to happen by the end of the month, start manifesting, start noticing how lucky you are to have all of the things that are given to you in your life, all the opportunities and everything that comes with each day. And at the end of the month, take note, take inventory of the way your life looks different. And I really do think really crazy things could happen in a 30-day span. For people that like have so much trouble even fathoming that they are lucky in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. what are some like actionable ways oh, actionable ways to be delusional for a whole month? Like that seems like a big stretch if you right. have trouble even thinking, and oh God, nothing goes right for me. Some people think that all the time, like, oh, nothing goes right for me. Of course this happened. Nothing ever goes right. I'm so unlucky. Some people think that all the time. So how are some ways do you think to have a really delusional month? Well, I think it's easy if you aren't stopping and smelling the roses, for lack of a better term, to get caught up in the swiftness of routine. Work is stressful. Gym is stressful. Relationships are stressful. And it's go, go, go all the time. All the days blend together and you aren't stopping to notice the good things. So the first thing to do is really to take inventory. And even if you aren't a person who journals ever, like for me, for example, like I talk about it, like I journal all the time. It is really hard for me to like yeah, literally faces, sit down. Right? Yeah. It is hard for me to sit down and like take out a pen and paper and like write these things down. It really yeah. is. But once you do it, it's helpful, even if it's like five minutes in your day. But start taking inventory, think back. Maybe it's not this week, maybe it's not even in the past month, but in the past year. What are some good things that happened? What are some good people who have brought good memories into your life? What are some new things you've seen? Like start small and start there and then keep adding to that list. And then eventually that list will be carried with you in your brain. It'll be a mental list and that will help as you continuously add to it there. Um, But starting small, starting with the mirror practice, I think can be good because body image just relates so directly to just how you talk about yourself and how you see yourself and how you move through the world. But start small, even if it's like the tiniest thing you like about yourself, like maybe your strong legs and how much weight you can lift or your endurance. And you're just like so happy that your heart is pumping so strong and that you're young and healthy, whatever it is. Like it doesn't even have to be aesthetic. It doesn't have to be like the way that you look. It can be like how strong your body is. You got to start somewhere. That is the key. That's the ticker. Another journal thing. We gave you a few journal prompts, but one last one that I have um, that a friend had told me a long time ago that a friend had told me a long time ago was every day, morning or night, three things that I'm thankful for, three things that I am looking forward to. So it could be as simple as I'm looking forward to buying a new book this weekend. I'm looking forward to getting dinner with my friend. I'm looking forward to going for um, a jog or a new workout class on Sunday. Very simple. It doesn't have to be I'm looking forward to a vacation. Mm-hmm. Very simple thing. And then three affirmations, which we gave you some. And then also just go on Pinterest. There's yeah, they're everywhere. Affirmations, um, running around, running amok around town. Um, and another thing I thought of too is if you are having a hard time doing this on your own, try and connect with the people in your closest circle and just be honest about this and say, I think that I've been in a rut lately and I want to try and be more intentional about being positive and noticing all the ways that I'm lucky in my life. Would you mind A, holding me accountable and like checking in with me on this and B, doing a brainstorm with me because sometimes other people can see how lucky and blessed you are from the outside. And it's really hard to notice those things internally. So one of your closest friends or your parent or a sibling or a cousin, whoever you're close to, they can just kind of help shine the light on the things that you should be celebrating and that you should feel lucky about. 100%. Good idea. 
Um, and you can never have too many friends. Send us a DM if you want to like talk about this at all. <laughs> we'll shine the light. Give us a call. Give us a ring. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a ring. Get a free date with this us. This turns into the Ask Abby column. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should have called the podcast Ask Abby. Um, Ask Abby and Ashley. Yeah. Oh yeah, two A's. Um, alliteration is beautiful. Um, but yeah, those are just some ways that we have felt lucky in our own lives. And like Abby said, it's not, we're not toxically positive. We're not always thinking, oh my God, I'm so lucky. And sure, I wasn't positive for a while. And when my friend had told me, oh yeah, like things, you know, you notice things around you, like you take gratitude. I feel a lot more like in my own life. And then it becomes part of your identity, which is so cool. It's like people notice that they're like, oh, Ashley, like she is someone who always sees the good and who tries to actively point out and even vocalize sometimes like how good things are. Like that's so nice. And then I was like, shoot, I've been slacking. I better start noticing more (laughs) things around me. (laughs) Better (laughs) Better hold to it. Yeah, because there's so many. Mm. Um, And just stuff like that. It comes and goes throughout phases. But good ways to start which we gave you a million of them a good time to start it's the start of a new year start of a new month start of a new week is even a good time to start and if you're going through a rough patch the start of a new day taking things day by day is also a big thing too yeah so that's your homework and those are some helpful actionable steps for you but just start expecting great things to happen and it's really that expectation and that belief that they will and we're so excited to watch everyone's lives change okay (laughs) Because we all are in this together and we are all just trying to live a happy, healthy, full life. God forbid. That's all we want. Before we say goodbye to our friends, do you want to talk about um, how you were lucky recently or like any any fun stuff that happened last weekend or this weekend, this week with you? This weekend, any fun things we got going on? The weekend. Uh, yes. Let me think. That was me doing it in a French accent in case you were. No, I know. Sage water beef in a French accent. Joie de vivre. <laughs> I have been watching so much Emily in Paris. Like it's oh, oh great. Horror. So that's what it is. It's rubbing off on you. <laughs> you freak. I just want to say, I know we're not doing snack time fully on this episode. We'll do it again in the next episode. Yeah. But I like the way Emily in Paris has us you in freak. a chokehold. And we watch it. No, it's not just me, Ashley. Lots of people are watching the show. Like it's a number one no, show. I know, I know, but you and but it's so you in the French stupid. Accent. It's painful, the show. I like, gotta watch it, really it some more. It's like one I of those shows that's like a train wreck, but like you cannot look away. Like you're obsessed. Yeah. yeah. I'll watch more. Um, so that I can to speak in a French accent. Um some ways that I've been lucky and that I've been noticing good things lately. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't know. If you're new to the podcast, I recently went through a breakup. I was dating this guy for a year and some change. It was, you know, getting kind of serious, whatever. And breakups are never fun. So kind of am in my healing girl era, if you will. But I have been going on lots of dates and they have been really positive dates. The guys I've been meeting have been really great. And I just feel very lucky to have the opportunity to be free and open and get to know people and have new experiences and just a hundred percent be myself and put out good energy and have it be received. So that is something positive about being single again. And it makes me feel very free. You are nothing if not an expert dater. God, I love it. I love dating. I could do like an entire podcast on dating. Like I really could. No, it's purely date. Yeah. Uh, on purely dating, I'm well aware. So if you have a brother, friend, cousin um, in the Nashville Six area, send above. him to Abby's doorstep. Six, two and above, ages 24 to 32, maybe we'll say. I don't know. 33. Correct me if I'm wrong. 33. 
correct me if I'm, me if I'm wrong, um, Abby will take them. It's like you're taking in stray cats. <laughs> Abby will take them out on a date as long as they pay. I'll have a conversation with anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until um, I won't anymore. That's beautiful. Until, yes. until you cut the cord. I would like to hear about ways in the last week-ish that you have felt lucky, Ashley. Out of nowhere, two of my very good friends, um, they were like, hey, we have a cabin. You guys want to come up for a quick little trip to some of my other friends? Just come up, have fun. Like, we have all this extra space. What the hell? Come and have fun with us. It's a, there are a couple. Come and have fun with us. Like, it's not a big deal. And so we went up. We had a glorious 36 hours or whatever it was. Um and we just had a ball and it was unexpected, uh, very little notice. And it was just a lovely, lovely last minute little thing that was out of nowhere. So that felt lucky. I love spontaneous things like that. Nothing makes me feel more alive and also, than spontaneity. This morning I went alone. Um, we were in Big Bear. Uh, I went alone um, like early at like 8.30 or something. I was like, I'm going to go get a coffee and a treat. If anyone wants anything in town, I'll be back. And I went to this place. I got a breakfast sandwich. And I had a wonderful conversation with the two people working. Just, you know, when you have a good conversation with someone that's a stranger for a long time, like 15 minutes. Yeah. It was one of those. And I was like, that was so good. I loved talking to you. Thanks for the sandwich. I had a, such I... a good time talking to you alone. And that happens when you go out yeah. alone in the world. Like, it's not going to happen when you're with a friend. Because I wouldn't have engaged Absolutely. as much if I was with a friend. I um, had the best conversation with richard on the plane home from washington state and he had like adult grown children he had he was recently widowed not that recently i mean it had been five years but like the anniversary had just happened he was visiting his ex-girlfriend he doesn't know if he'll ever remarry um told me his life story (laughs) the whole thing right like on the plane we only talked for 45 minutes not like the entire ride but it was just so lovely. And he asked me questions about my life and I shared with a stranger, like nothing expected. We're never going to see each other again. And at the end of the conversation, when we got off the plane and got into the airport, he was like, so nice to meet you. You're such a lovely girl. Your parents really, truly must be so proud. And I was like, Richard, you're going to make me cry in this airport right now. Like I can't with strangers and like the kindness, like it all gets, it gets well, me like. That's exactly to- like the ultimate lucky scenario. I'll keep it brief because we talk about this all the time, but our Uber driver, Trish, we met her. We spent the whole day with her. She taught us about life, love, relationships. And at the end she said, you guys just go on to have happy, healthy, fun lives together, being best friends and making memories. And I said, Trish. And we were like, we will do nothing less just for you Trish Trish shut up I'm gonna cry <laughs> shut your I mouth I can't do this right now uh but also that's the same thing also if you're just putting out good energy you don't know who's gonna talk to you especially do more mm-hmm. things alone because you just don't know who's gonna end up talking to you usually it's honestly people if you go to a restaurant or a bar the servers that end up having such a good time talking to you um totally. but you just never know what'll come back around 110 percent. all right well hope everyone got something good out of this episode I feel like it's very good at the beginning of the year so take this Timely and run Friendly as hell. Share it with your friends. We love you so much. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Share this podcast and share the good vibes with everyone. You are so lucky. You are, in fact, the luckiest girl alive. Go kill it. And linked below, we've got our TikTok and our Instagram for you. Go give them a follow and get some more content from us, especially on TikTok. 